0: Welcome to the Brand New Revival Ministry. This is Pastor Todd Bernard. We are starting a new series on salvation. I think it's very important that we understand uh, the effects of salvation. How do we obtain salvation? And why do we need salvation? And so we're going to be looking at uh, grace. We're going to be looking at faith. We're going to be looking at faith and works. We're going to be looking at the cause and effect of salvation so that we can get a better understanding of how to obtain this salvation. So today I want to talk to you about grace. I want you to imagine for a second that you personally robbed a bank, right? You went in, you're having hard times, and so you go into this bank and you stick it up. And you got a mask on, nobody know who you are, and you get away with $10 million. But eventually, the cops come knocking on your door, lock you up, but they never got the money. And, you know, you're looking at 20 years or so, and it's time for you to go to court, and you in court, and they're about to sentence you, and then Pastor Bernard, me, stands up, walk in front of the court and says, Hey, I am the one that robbed, uh, that bank. And so instead of them, uh, punishing you and sentencing you to 20 years, they end up sentencing me 20 years and letting you all free. Now, what is the point of this story? Well, I want to talk to you today about grace grace will be me taking the punishment for you when you don't deserve it. See, the gospel message of the good news of God's is the grace of God. That's what the gospel message is all about. It's about the grace of God. Grace is an essential part of God's character. It is related to God's love and mercy. Grace can be defined as God's favor towards the unworthy. It's a gift to the undeserving. And so because of God's grace, he is willing to forgive us and bless us abundantly in spite of the fact that we don't deserve to be treated as well or dealt with with so generosity. And so even though you don't deserve to be set free, I come and take your punishment for you. I come and say, hey, it's me. Uh, Lock me up. Let him free. You don't deserve it. Right. I'm showing you mercy. I'm showing you love. And it is to you because you are unworthy. And so this is what grace is. And we receive this grace once we accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. But for us to fully understand grace, we need to understand who we were without Christ and who we will become with Christ. We were born in sin. Psalms 51 says, indeed, I was guilty when I was born. I was sinful when my mother conceived me. So from birth, we are automatically separated from God simply because we were imputed with Adam and Eve Disobedience to the law, well, to God's command. In Romans 3 9, it says that we were guilty of breaking God's holy law, right? And so we were enemies of God. In Colossians 1 21 says, once you were alienated and hostile in your mind and expressed in your evil actions, and so uh, in Romans 3:10, it says for no one will be justified in his sight by the works of the law because the knowledge of sin comes from the law. So spiritually, we were destitute, uh, unclean and dead to our souls. We were in danger of everlasting punishment but God loved us so much. He extended his favor to us, giving us grace. He saved us. And Ephesians 2 8 says, for you are saved by grace through faith. And this is not from yourself. It is a gift from God. So it's safe to say that grace is an essential part of the gospel. In Acts 20:24, 20, but I consider my life of no value to myself. My purpose is to finish my course in the ministry I received from the Lord Jesus Christ to testify to the gospel of God's grace. And see, grace is what gives us victory over sin. And James 4, 6 says, but he gives greater grace. Therefore, he says, God resists the proud, but give grace to the humble and second Thessalonians it refers to grace that gives us uh, eternal encouragement and good hope paul repeatedly identified grace as the basis of his calling as an apostle and romans 15:15 15, 15 says now the least i have written to you to remind you more boldly on some points because of the grace given to me by God, to be a minister of Jesus Christ to the Gentiles, serving as a priest of the gospel of God. And so Jesus Christ, he is the embodiment of grace. Uh, it, 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 he is the embodiment of grace uh, coupled with truth. And John 1 14 says the word became flesh and de- dealt among us we observe his glory the glory as the one and only son from the father full of grace and truth now the bible consistently calls grace a gift in ephesians 4 7 says now grace was given to us each of us according to the measures of Christ." gift for it says when he ascended on high he took the captives captive and he gives gifts to his people see this is super important to know that grace is a gift why do why is it important for us to know and understand that grace is a gift from God first Anyone who has ever received a gift understand that a gift is much different from a loan which requires repayment or returned by the recipient. See, the fact that grace is a gift means that nothing is owed in return. So it it, it it's given to someone and it's not something that has to be brought with a price for the receiver, right? So uh the the second point I want to make is that there is no cost to the person who receives a gift. A gift is free to the recipient, although it's not free to the giver who bears the expense. See the gift of salvation cost us sinners nothing, but the price of such of a glorious gift Came at a great cost for our Lord Jesus Christ who died in our place the third point I want to make is once a gift has been given ownership of this gift has transformed transformed formed furred, transferred to one to another and so uh, there is a premises and a gift that does not exist with a loan or advance when a gift uh, changes hands, the giver relinquish all rights to take back that gift in the future. Uh, God's gift is forever. And so once we receive salvation, this gift that God give us, we get this gift forever. The fourth point I want to make is that the giving of a gift, the giver voluntarily forfeit something he owes willingly costing what belongs to him so that the recipient will profit from it. They give uh, this gift to the poor so that the recipient can become rich, right? The glorious, uh, the generous and voluntary exchange from the giver to the recipient is, uh, we can look at this in 2 Corinthians eight, nine, where it says, you know, the, the grace of the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich yet for your sake, he became poor so that You, although in poverty, might become rich. And so when I give you something, I'm giving you something that you didn't have, which you become rich in. And so lastly, the last point I want to make is that uh, the Bible teaches that grace is completely uh, not on our merit. It's 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 a gift. It's something that uh, we don't earn. Right. The gift in the acts of giving has nothing to do at all with our merit. It's nothing to do with what uh, we have done. Right. Because we don't deserve God's salvation. OK. And God discriminated. Uh, he demonstrated this uh, by his own love for us. And this way, while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. While we were God's enemy, we were reconciled to him through the death of his son. See, the great news is grace does not stop once we have been saved. God is glorious and to, to us for the rest of Of our lives working within and upon us and through us see the bible encourages us with many additional benefits that grace secure for every believer it is a security deposit that that you do you don't lose right you don't lose a security deposit usually unless you damage something but in this case it's not it's something that you receive and that you don't lose Right. And so the grace that God gives us justifies us before a holy God. You can read about that in Titus 317. Grace provides us access to God to communicate and fellowship with him. You can look at uh, this in Hebrew 416. Grace discipline and trains us to live in a way that honor God. Titus 2:11 11 through 14. Grace grant us and measurable spiritual riches, right? The spiritual uh, riches, uh, spiritual gifts that we get in Ephesians 2 7. Grace helps us in our very need, right? uh in every need in fact on that we can read that in Hebrews 4:16 grace is the reason behind uh our very deliverance grace preserve us and encourage us and strengthen us and so uh, god's grace is active consistently working in the lives of god's people See, Paul credit the success of his ministry not on his labor, but the grace of God that was with him. Grace is our ongoing act of God's working in us, without which we do nothing for it, because it's unmerit. God is greater than our sin, more and, and and he gives us more abundantly than we expect, because He loves us so much. He has poured this grace upon us.